good, man. Just getting after it. Enjoying life, man. Um, coming up to summer, so yeah, it's good, bro. Yourself? How was your day? Uh, it's been pretty good. I just uh, I just slept in. Just I uh, just started waking up maybe like 30, 40 minutes ago. Since uh, right now it's nine a.m. over here for you, it's uh, it's five oh eight, correct? Yeah, man. Nearly finishing my day. You're just starting. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's how. That's why, like, when we're going back, like, in regards to, like the message, there was like such a delay. I'm like, oh shit, we're like in whole different worlds. And I didn't know until you told me that you were in the UK. I was like, oh snap. <laughs> yeah, it's wild, man. I've got some clients over in um, Cali as well. So. Oh, do you? Um, I was actually out in Dubai. Yeah, and like, I think one of the days, the time zone was like 12 hours difference. So mm. I would have a call with him at nine in the morning, and it'd be nine at night for me. So. Yeah, oh snap. Pretty, pretty wild, dude. Nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. So you have a so you have a bunch of clients, pretty much, uh, I guess, internationally, right? Yeah, yeah, all over the world now. Uh, quite a few from the states as well, which is crazy. So yeah, um, yeah, quite a big um, client base worldwide, which is cool. That's awesome. Do you have any clients that like you actively see, maybe like in person or anything like that, or is it just mainly like all digital? So it's all online, man. Yeah, I mean, I did a little bit of face to face training before, but. Literally everything's online, dude, mm -hmm. um, which is cool because I like to travel. Um, I'm sure we'll get into that and a little bit around kind of the lifestyle that I like to live. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, man, it's all online, which is great. You get to meet people from all over the world. That's awesome. What's uh, I saw pretty much something that you tweeted recently. What's a, what's the favorite place that you've been to? I kind of want to ask you on that as well. Oh, shit. Yeah. So Have you been to Dubai? I guess. Yeah, I've been to Dubai. Man. I've been to Dubai twice in the last few months, Ooh, which is good. How is that? Yeah sick dude yeah it's amazing i mean it's just one of these big cities man where you mm. get like great weather loads of stuff going on loads of parties and there's just people from all over the world there so the good thing about that is like you get to meet just people that have done loads of cool shit and i like that right like lots of different types of people and all of this stuff mm. um i guess the hard part about it is it's not very cultural the thing is because there's so many expats there you're not really getting um you know that many or that much culture really it's just like hey yeah. i'm from this country <laughs> i'm from this country it's like you don't really get the uae culture um but apart from that it's, it's cool man it's got everything that you need and it's a lot of fun so that's the main bit nice nice did you go there for was it personal or was it for business yeah so i guess i should technically say it was for business but so um yeah i went in november actually with one of my friends um for the first time and it was wicked came home it was cold and i was like fuck this i'm going back to dubai so i did another month in um start of 2021 mm -hmm. um and that was great as well so yeah i loved it man nice nice oh man that's that i will I, I wanted to ask you this is it like is it your own business that you're doing or are you working with somebody in regards to um the online coaching yeah it's all myself man so um i started my business four years ago when i was at university no. i was um at my mate's um, house, we were sat on the sofa and he runs his own online business. Um, and I was just like, man, like I'd love to get my own website. Like, what's the cost of a website? Mm. And like, my name is quite unique. So people call me like Roanwar, right? So he basically oh, searched yeah, yeah. roanwarfitness.com uh -huh. and like the price of the website was like one pence, right? Which is like, I don't know what that is in cents, like less than <laughs> one cent, right? Like, yeah. Cool. So I thought, this is cool, man. Let me try and build a website. So, yeah. I went on YouTube, I learned about WordPress, and I just built this website over summer. Um, and then, yeah, by the end of summer, I had like this thing, like which could take payments. And I was like, cool, man, let's see if I can make some money out of this. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember I launched on my first day and I got my first client. And I was like, 
fuck, this is cool, man. Oh, like, shit. Just make money for my computer. <laughs> yeah. Um, fucking crazy. So that, like, yeah, that just spurred me on. And, and since then, it's just been my full-time thing that I love doing. So, yeah. Dude, that, that's awesome. So, like, in regards to getting your first client, was that more so, like, did you do, like, any marketing? Did you know them? Or, like, did they just stumble across it and you were like, holy shit. How, how'd that come yeah. about? Yeah. Really good question, man. I was, um, so I had quite a big sort of following. I wouldn't say following, but, like, mm. in my town that I lived in, there quite a, a lot of people knew me for, like, health and fitness, right? People would come to me for, with questions and things okay. like that. So I remember that on the day of launch, um, I got all my friends to share, like, the post on Facebook. Yeah. And this was back in the day when Facebook wasn't full of shit, right? It was actually mm. quite good. Like, all your mates were on there, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I ended up sharing it. I got like 200 shares or something fucking crazy. Got loads of traffic to the website. Um, and then some dude, which was like this girl that I used to go to school with, her boyfriend bought a package. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was just from my hometown and just like people around me supporting me, man, and sharing it, which I'm really grateful for now. Um, it was great, man. That's awesome. So that, that kind of just got the ball rolling in short, right? For sure. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I mean, I guess like in regards to, um, in regards to promoting yourself, I mean, after other people sharing it organically, what is, what other steps did you take? Was it maybe, did you pay for like for marketing or is it just constantly posting and you're just getting more organic shares or, or how has that gone about? Yeah, for sure. So I guess my strategy to begin with was to really build an audience on Instagram because mm-hmm. Instagram for me was the one where all the fitness people were. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just decided to choose that route to kind of gain traction to then get leads into my business. Mm-hmm. Um, so I picked that and yeah, I was, I got pretty good at it. I mean, I'm now at around 40,000 followers after about four years. So I've, nice. I built a pretty decent following from that. Um, just from kind of posting consistently on socials, learning about posting at the right times. Um, and I think collaborating is big as well when it mm. comes to social media, building a big audience, you've got to collaborate with other people to get, you know, benefit of their audience, but to also share your message with other people. Mm. So that was kind of my big focus. Um, and that's essentially how I started out really just through Instagram. Nice. No, I give you major props on that. Cause that's a, that's a big transition to getting from like maybe like a few hundred to a few thousand to, I mean, at this point you're at 40,000. So, and, and that's just organic business as well for the most part. And that's going to continue to provide like a steady, like a steady stream of income for you, like for now and for the future to come. So major props on that, man. That's, that's amazing. Thanks bro. No, of course. Of course. Um, I did want to ask what's like the, the two differences that you've had, like in regards to growing Twitter and Instagram that you would say. For sure. That's a really good question, man, because I've got a decent audience on Instagram, but I'm actually liking Twitter a lot more, man. Me too. Yeah. I think the thing that with Instagram, right, it's, it's cool. Right. And I think like Instagram's the place to show off your lifestyle, show off your body. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. Right. Like you go on there to talk to some chicks or you want to see some <laughs> shredded guy and yeah. it's like, yeah, fair enough. Like we get it. Or some of your friends on a holiday and you want to show that you're in Dubai or you want to show that you're, um, off partying for spring break, stuff like mm. that. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. I think that there's a time and a place for that. And people that hate on it, I, I don't really see why you'd hate on it. Everything has their own kind of different benefit. But mm. for me, the reason why I like Twitter is because you get a look into someone's mind, man. You get to see like, yes. what is this guy like? What does he think about? What are his views? Um, and you just get a personal insight into people. And I think for me, that's way more powerful. Like I've got, I just hit 16,000 followers today on Twitter. My audience on Twitter is far more engaged than my audience on Instagram. And I think the reason is because 
people get to see my ideas they get to see the way that i think they get to you know get an insight into my life a lot more than kind of like the superficial instagram side of things which again you know there are perks to it but i think sometimes people can just not connect with you as much so twitter for me has been great um and you have to grow a little bit different on twitter you've really got to kind of put yourself out there share a lot of valuable content and you really got to like i said share your ideas and your thoughts uh, and what you think is important um, and when you do that you kind of attract your tribe on twitter um which i think is really cool so um yeah that's kind of the two differences for me if that makes sense no, it, it does make perfect sense. It's actually one of the things that I, that I was, like, really enjoying that we were saying right now because uh, for me, I find a lot more useful people, a lot more useful content, meaning, like, you were telling me right now, you're, you're pretty much sharing what you're thinking inside of your head. You're not – because in, in short, I mean, I, I like Instagram. It, it's good because you're showing more so, like, what you're doing, what you're up to, but to me, it's a little bit more superficial um, I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with it. I was like, especially if you're using it for like a business perspective, because that's, that's only going to provide beneficial for you. But I, I don't use Instagram nearly as much as Twitter because I, I really do enjoy people's mindset, their different take. I've learned a lot more on freaking Twitter than I learned through college. <laughs> I will say that yeah, it, man. if, you, if yeah. you really look through, if you really want to, if you look for it, you can find a lot of information on whatever subject. It's kind of like a mini YouTube in its own right. Uh, yeah. at least for me. 100%. Yeah. And then we'll obviously it gives me the ability to connect with other people that are like-minded or they're, they're far away from me. Like you, you're with the UK and I'm over here in the U S and that's like, I mean, it's, it's a super crazy, but wonderful thing that social media that is personally provided. And, and that just, I don't know. It's just a whole different take, a whole new world, whole uh, Aladdin stuff over here. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, man. Sure. Who's the, yeah. uh, who's, who's your, Who's, who's the biggest transformation that you've had in regards to your clients? Because I've been looking at some of them. I was really stoked with a guy that finally got under 200. I was really happy about that, that guy. Oh, yeah, he killed it, man. He's smashing it at the minute. I mean, it's hard to say, man, because um, when you go through like people's transformations, everyone has a different starting point, right, mm. where they begin. And sometimes it's not always about the weight loss. It's, all, it's to do with kind of the transformation the person does themselves. Mm. And I think that's the most important part of the job that I do or the, or the bit that I love the most is some guy can come to me, he could have broken up with his girlfriend, he's feeling down about himself, low self-confidence, um, really bad health in a bad mental place. Mm. He can then go through a transformation, lose a certain amount of weight, exercise a lot. But it's not the weight loss that, that is the key thing. Yeah, he looks better it's the guy or girl that they turn out to be afterwards, right? It's the guy that's like so optimistic about the future that really is excited about, you know, his job now and his career or the potential opportunities that he's got, um, the ability that he's now got in his dating life or, you know, how much he can produce in his career because he's now fitter and healthier, right? For mm -hmm. me, like that's fucking the best part about the job. Um, it's like transforming people's lives for the better. So it's hard to say. There's one client that um, I'm going to shout him out on here, Lloyd, who's um, from my town. He came to me and I helped him drop 40 pounds. Um, and now he's like, got he's on the bulk now. He's super fucking strong. And he's yeah. squatting like nearly as much as me. Yeah, man. He's like, I remember he's gone from like apprentice to master, mate. He's fucking, I need to up my game now because he's like <laughs> skyrocketing it up. And like, when I see that, I'm like, bro, that's so good to see that he's got that enthusiasm for training. 
um, and it makes me up my fucking game now, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, shout out to Lloyd if he's listening to this. That's amazing. I don't know. I that, that's that's the good thing about surrounding yourself with greatness because the more higher you go, the more higher you strive to be, as opposed to like limiting yourself. You know. That's so true. At least for me, um, because obviously you can take yourself far. There's one thing that actually really resonated with you um, that you posted fairly recently. I was like, if you want to go far, uh, go by yourself. If you want to go farther, go together. And I yeah. really enjoy that. Is In regards to right now, I mean, do you have a team that you work with or is it all by yourself? Or, or who do you connect with to kind of help help your business in short? That's a really good question. I'm glad you brought up that quote as well, because um, I'm a person that for a long time has gone alone because I like the idea of being self-sufficient, right? Mm -hmm. And it makes you feel good. And I think people like should be self-sufficient in life, right? Like you mm -hmm. should know how to look after yourself. You should be financially independent. You should know how to look after your body. I think it's, especially as a young man, it's really important to have that control. Um, but you also need to look at it from another point and say, I actually don't know anything, everything, right? Like there are parts to me that are weak and there's parts to me that need improving and I need to take some support from that. So um, for me at the minute with my business, I'm actually starting to hire a couple of people to help me within certain aspects of it. So um, I've hired a copywriter recently that helps me do my copywriting for my emails Amazing. and going to help me with some other work. If there's like video work that I need doing as well, I kind of outsource the video editing for a really good edit to video editors. Um, and I've got a good community of people on Twitter. So I connect with other fitness coaches. They've jumped on calls with me and helped me in areas of my business that, that need help. Um, shout out to Dango, who um, I look up to in the industry. I'm sure you follow him. I do follow him. He's um, amazing. Yeah, he's cool, man. In September, he just jumped on a call with me, um, helped me out with something that I was struggling with and really just yeah like help me skyrocket my business the months after so um you know if you're willing to connect with the right people put yourself out there and i, I think the big one is to ask for help right like mm -hmm. it's an ego thing sometimes like for me i'm like fuck i'm an entrepreneur i want to do this <laughs> it's me yeah. and i'm like no like i know that i know best but sometimes you don't man you need to let your guard down and say it's cool to not know ask for help and nine times out of ten those people want to help you man because mm -hmm. they were in the same position as you before and they actually respect you for having balls to go and ask for help um for sure so yeah that's kind of where i'm at with with my business and yeah the, the guys that are helping me that's awesome yeah i i personally uh, i agree with that 100 percent because i feel for the most part i was kind of on the same boat as you you're like fuck i'm an, i'm basically like an entrepreneur like i just want to trade stocks on my own i don't want to work for anyone i was like i don't want to connect with anyone i just want to do my own thing and and that was me for for a solid minute but i think it took me a while. I don't know when it was, but it took me a bit to lower my ego and my stubbornness because I, I didn't even realize how I, I realized I had it. I just didn't know how bad it was. But then once I had to actually look deeper into myself, I was like, it's more of a it, it's something that's a little bit more pronounced in me that I need to I need to let it go. I was like, I need to. I need to shut it down just just because if you do that, you're able to go ahead and allow yourself room for your mistakes and not be so hard on yourself and and then you'll be able you'll, you'll have an open mind to learning you know yeah 100 I, I really agree with you there and i also think um just having those social skills is really important for life like being mm. able to just go up and chat to anybody right so for mm. me i like to go and travel just being able to go and meet someone and travel like in dubai and chat to them mm -hmm. get them to like you and then being connected to friends through that. Not that you want to be, but mm -hmm. just through being out together, you are. And then you meet these great people. It's like, 
the world is literally your oyster. If you're willing to be open with people, mm -hmm. get to know them, be personable, you never know who might help you. And, and there's guys now that kind of help me out, that give me advice that I never, ever would have had help from if I didn't put myself out there initially and try to make contact or, you know, just be friends, right? So mm -hmm. um, it's super important to be social, man. I, I'm a big advocate of that. No, I 100% agree. What's the um, the best piece of advice you've gotten from somebody that you've connected with? Oh, that's a really good question, man. <laughs> Very good question. I mean, I get quite a lot of good advice, man. I'd say um, one of the best bits of advice that I've got is from one of my mentors. And, and she basically said that um, before you do good, you've got to do well. And I, I like this saying because it kind of goes against what, like, you know, mainstream society says, mainstream society says, oh, just be a good person and, you know, you can help the world and life's going to be amazing and great. I agree. Like, you should be good to people. You should fucking help people. But mm -hmm. the way that you can help people is through first providing value and being excellent at something. So if you're good at essentially fitness, then that's great. You can then help people. So you need to become excellent in your field, you know, become a master, know how to do it, have years of training yourself, have some skin in your game personally. And I think like, that's why I hate these fitness guys on Twitter that are like <laughs> never really trained or they're, like, they're an overweight personal trainer and they're giving advice. It's like, like, okay, man, I understand you want to help people, but mm -hmm. you need to like show yourself first that you can fucking do this, right? Yes, like, sir. And you need to have some skin in the game. And um, that's what I think is really big. If you can become really good at something, you can then, uh, sorry, you can do really well at something, you can then do a lot of good for people, right? You can mm -hmm. then help loads of people. And like, now that I've got, I'm not saying I'm that good, but I've slightly... You know, I'm getting there, right? I'm getting there. I've got a little bit of knowledge in fitness. I can now help loads of people with their issues. And for me, that's really fulfilling. It's like doing good in the world because um, I've had to put myself through the paces first, if that mm -hmm. all makes sense. No, I think I think you're somebody who who actually acts on on what they're saying and they're backing. And one of the things that kind of told me in particular that you're you're also walking the walk, not just talking the talk. Because uh, there's a few comments on some of your posts that are like, oh, go put your shirt back on. And I'm just like, haterade. <laughs> Keep drinking that haterade. I'm like, hey, that's how you know you're doing well because people can't stand. Uh, how do I say this in a not fucked up way? <laughs> I guess uh, people are envious. They're jealous. They don't want to see excellence because that intimidates them of themselves, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's how I'm sure. like, he's he's doing it right. I'm like, keep doing that. Keep getting more of that. Hey, and then on top of that, you get more engagement. And that's going to reflect in more people's timeline, more feed, like on, from a strategic business point of view. And that's uh, that works out. You just got to ignore it. Just don't interact with it. One of the things that I like that you posted as well was just block out the negativity. Why Why do you need that? Why, you know, what's the, what's the point? How is that going to be beneficial? That's only going to intrude on your mindset on who you are as a person and it's only going to bring you down at the end of the day for sure man you touched on a great point there and the, the truth is you know hate never comes from the top right mm -hmm. that's the thing it always comes from people that are envious jealous and things like that mm -hmm. um, and you don't need to entertain it as well or explain yourself man you know like if you have good self-awareness you know you're doing the right thing um and it's aligned with your mission there are going to be people that don't agree with it and you just got to say okay cool if you're going to be negative in that sense i'm just going to block you man and pass it pass it out because mm -hmm. for me i want to focus all my energy on the good stuff that's going on the people that uh, want help the people that want to engage the people that want um to become healthier and fitter and, and things like that i think um you've got to be selective with your energy man it's so important
Mm-hmm. In regards to being selective with ener- with your energy, is there any people that that you don't entertain at all? Like even if they have like certain red flags in particular, like they're always complaining, but not like complaining like uh, in regards to you. Or is there anything that you look for that you're just like, okay, I'm gonna shy away from that. Like not not so like, hey, I'm gonna tell you like, hey, get away from me. But you're just gonna like mind your stay in your own lane in short. Yeah, that's a really good question. I guess a bit of it is people that have a very strong kind of victim mindset. And um, I I try to show empathy for people like that because the reason they have a victim mindset is through Mm -hmm. the experiences that they've had previously. But I always want to help people that want to help themselves. So Mm -hmm. if you're willing to kind of invest in yourself, do the work, then I'll do the best that I can to support. I think that's so important. Um, But people that are just not going to take that first step to kind of invest in themselves or look after themselves, then man, it's, it's very difficult for me to help you, right? Like mm-hmm. as much as I um, can give you all of the tools, if you're not willing to accept it yourself and do the right things yourself, it's, um, you know, it's a zero sum game. So I kind of avoid those people and put all my energy into people that are really trying to um, take the steps themselves and need that support. Mm-hmm. Got you, got you. Um, well, I guess kind of moving on to the next subject, I kind of did want to hear a little bit more about Dubai. How, how did that go? Because I know you were there for holiday, right? What would yeah, you what you do so over there for uh, for business? <laughs> I mean, it, it was a lot. It was a lot of fucking partying, man. I'm not gonna lie, especially the first. How are they, how are they how are they dealing with uh with COVID over there? Uh, well, I guess let's let's start with that, and then I'm curious how you guys are dealing with it in the UK as well. Yeah, yeah, good shout. So when we in Dubai, it's crazy. Like they have like obviously less capacity there mm. but all the clothes are open man. <laughs> like, you can, like, i'm dead outside, man. it's like yeah. one place in the world where you can just be normal you can go to a beach club yeah. and like you can get drunk you can go to bars restaurants the good thing is it's a hot climate and a lot of it's outside so for the virus that's that's good um but the rules are just stupid man you can have 30 people on a yacht but um you know you have to wear your mask when you go walk around outside it's just it's a bit stupid, yeah bro. it's just like what um, you want just to go to costco but on the yacht it's fine it's like i don't understand what what is this hypocrisy you know exactly man and i think the whole covid thing has been a bit of a hypocrisy uh really but i know from my point of view to be able to go out there as someone that's young healthy strong um you know not really got that much of a high risk to something like covid then hmm. um it was just a great break man it was good um Got to party, got to see some sun. The gyms out there as well are fucking amazing, mate. Are they? The gyms are next level, yeah. I mean, there's this one gym called B1, and it's just like rows and rows of machines and like um, gym and lifting equipment. So if no. you're a gym bro and you're listening to this, you're going to fucking love it. Shit. And uh, it's all split up into body parts as well. So you've got like a chest area, you've got like a shoulder area. So you can oh, literally snap. walk around and like just go on to the next machine and it's like, in the same section like they've just they've got it down to a t over there so, oh um, so, you, so you're not wandering all over to find the next the next set of dumbbells the next set of uh like incline decline etc that's it dude yeah. that's where it's at that sounds fucking awesome man <laughs> what yeah, it's like a it's a heaven man it's a heaven yeah, yeah i guess that's one of the perks of uh of being loaded with money out there huh yeah i mean the guys out there are just so wealthy and i guess it's quite motivational to see kind of like 
how people have got that successful financially but i mean for me i'm not really a person that loves the luxury that much i mean mm. i do kind of aspire to earn good money and, and that kind of stuff but i've never been into the material kind of lamborghinis the you mm. know designer t-shirts that kind of thing for me what's really important is like life experiences and travel and stuff like that like mm. meeting new people for me is fantastic um, um having new life experiences like the tangible stuff that you can't you know get or feel but that you've experienced for me like the best feelings in the world like i'd rather spend five grand on fucking going on holiday than five grand on a new watch do you know what i mean for me like yes. that's easy it's easy um so yeah there's a lot of materialism over there but you know you can distance yourself from it the same as everything else you can connect with people that have the same values as you and you can enjoy yourself regardless man nice nice um how are how are the flights to um dubai are they like super cheap right now or was it like normal or i'm not sure how that is but i know over here in the states at least i would assume it's the same everywhere because it's, it's been affected globally but everything's a lot cheaper over here i can go to new york and back for i, I i'm horrible with like the uh, currency conversion but it's like 200 dollars 250 to new york and oh, back that's pretty cheap yeah from yeah. from the west coast to the east coast and back 100 normally that would be maybe to get to like vegas like on a normal like uh yeah, yeah. pre-covid i guess days <laughs> as odd as that sounds <laughs> but yeah it, it's crazy man i'm just like what the hell and then normally i i compared because i had i'd been meaning to go to new york for a bit before it was like maybe like five to six hundred dollars so it's about it's slashed by like 70 percent over here yeah yeah i mean it was cheap like the flights i flew over were like 300 pounds return so that's probably like 400 us um, okay. return now usually that would be double the price so it'd be like 800 us for a return. Yeah. um so yeah flights were like half the price which was great um mm. but on the way back i had a little bit of an issue so um <laughs> the, the uae um and the uk have like a travel corridor which means you can fly okay. and when you fly um on a travel corridor there's no like restrictions so you don't have to self-isolate it's just like nice and easy you fly then you can go back to your house and go home it's like nice and easy but when i was out there they actually shut the travel corridor so what that means is when i fly <laughs> there was actually no flights over so they cancelled the corridor then they cancelled the flights from mm. the uae to the uk so nice. i had to actually fly to ireland on the way home oh, shit. Stay in ireland and then fly <laughs> back to england because of the rules like holy it shit was fucking crazy yeah yeah so did you, did you just stay there at ireland for the night or you were like let's get one yeah. last night of partying in and then go back home or, or what was the plan on that <laughs> so it's actually a funny story i um so flew to Dublin and I wasn't sure whether I could leave the airport. Yeah. Um, so I was just at baggage claim at the Dublin airport and mm -hmm. I met this chick that was on the flight. So I started talking to her. I was like, she was from the UK. She was actually flying home the next day. Okay. She said to me, oh, um, I'm staying in the hotel near um, the airport. She's like, you can leave, like stay at this hotel. So I ended up staying at the same hotel as this chick and like yeah. stayed in Dublin for the night. <laughs> the <next day>. Yeah. <laughs> Like, okay, and I'm like, this is a crazy story, man. What the fuck? You're a savage, um, bro. <laughs> Major problem. <laughs> that's yeah, good, man. It's crazy. That's crazy, man. But that, I mean, that's one of the perks of, I guess, being able to converse and talk to anybody. I mean, you can pretty much relate to them on a personal level, no matter where they're at, you know. And then you can kind that's of re it, yeah. re reflect what they're giving you off in regards to the energy. Obviously, serious, joking around, whatever it may be. That's one of the that's one of the things I've really liked about just being able to to network with people like yourself, man. That that's awesome. In regards to the UK, 
how are they dealing with COVID right now? Yeah, I know so the only thing I know right now is that 90% of the gyms are shut. And I think that's because of you. I, I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. All the gyms are shut, man. It's not good. So uh, we've been in our third lockdown, I think, starting, when was it? Um, start of January. Yeah. And I think we're starting mm. to come out now. So next month, the gym's open, the pub's open. But mm-hmm. it's been like three months um, like of a third lockdown um, here in the UK. We haven't really dealt with it very well. Um, I think, you know, we got it a little bit too late. I'm not really an expert, but, like, we only started introducing masks. Like, <laughs> we were one of the last countries to start doing that, which is, you know, yeah. sums up the UK at the minute um, yeah. as well. And, and there was a lot of, like, people going out and breaking COVID rules, which obviously doesn't help the spread of the virus. So, mm. yeah, I mean, it's not great here in the UK, but it's looking a bit brighter now. The mm. you know, warm weather's coming. Gyms are opening up. Pubs are opening up. Um festivals are, are going to start we can start going on holidays at the end of august so mm-hmm. starting to have a bit more optimism man which is exciting and good for us in here in the uk mm-hmm. no that's that's amazing that they're finally opening up and in regards to um i guess like the mass i i guess because you said there's a lot of people that were breaking it do you what was like their the reasoning behind it was it like it's a bullshit or is it like it doesn't work or or what was that over there because i know how they are over here in the states and it's more like a political fight and i'm like you guys are on crack i mean i don't even think well for the most part they don't even fucking work it is my opinion uh other people's are like, I'm not going to wear it because Trump said not to. And I'm like, all right, then do what you want to do, bro. But like, I'm not wearing it for that. I'm wearing it for a scientific approach, you know? But And then they're telling us a double mask now over here in California. I'm like, double the condoms? I don't... What? I don't, I don't know if that works, man, but I'm not sure. See, I'm yeah. not a science expert, but I've heard two sides of the story. I've heard yeah. a group of people say that masks are really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard a group of people say masks aren't good. Now, mm-hmm. from my point of view it kind of makes sense to wear a mask because like when you're a doctor's doing surgery to cover themselves from germs and infections, they wear a mask. Mm. So from what I know from Matt, yes, I'll do it. And um, I'll do it for other people's courtesy. Yes. Because it doesn't matter what I think it's about other people. Right. So, you know, when I ever go to shops, I'll wear it and shit like that. Now, exactly. uh, This idea of like double masking and people having a go at you when you're not wearing it. I, I don't know, man. I think that that's a different, different situation. And, um, People like to kind of go into extremes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the problem in the UK, it wasn't to do mainly with the masks, but it was to do with kind of like the social distancing. I mean, people would always go around to each other's house, have parties and do shit like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which I, I I think the big problem for me with lockdowns is the fact that people, it stops people's social life, right? It stops people from connecting with people. And, you know, it's a hard judgment to make, isn't it? Do we sacrifice our social life? Do we sacrifice all of this for a disease that's, or a virus that's got a 99% survival rate? Or do we lock everyone up and keep other people safe? I mean, it's a pretty hard decision to make. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact of the matter is in the UK, we, we got it a little bit too late. We didn't really have the choice. We had to lock down. And over the winter months, I think that's really made people suffer, especially kind of um, people's mental health um, taking a big hit here in the UK. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's that's the main thing for me as well. I I mean, obviously, like you said, it's a ninety nine point whatever percent like survival rate. But for the most part, I'll, like I'll wear it for other people's courtesy. Like I won't be a jackass, but I know 
certain people yeah. that will be like a jackass. They're like, no, I'm never going to wear a mask. And ha I don't know if you've seen all those videos of people just like throwing like fights and like grocery stores and like, yeah, just like, wild, yeah, recording people at Costco. Like, oh, this is against my constitution. All right. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Why? Well, why? Why are people like this? You know, I don't know. I, I in regards to the people that think that that it works and it doesn't is it is it that big of like a disparity like over there in the uk as well or because i'm just trying to get like obviously i keep asking this but it's more of like a i'm curious i guess from a u.s perspective just because i don't have that that personal knowledge on on that level yeah it's a really good question so i would say it's probably not as politicized as the u the u.s i don't think i no. don't think it's as politicized okay um i do think that people wear the masks more over here i haven't really seen an argument of people okay. um with masks um, to be honest, mm -hmm. there are people that agree with it, people that disagree with it, but um, I think it's like that British way to just get on with it, sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, we're not quite as we're quite reserved in, in who we are as British people, so there's not really that many people kicking up a fuss. I mean, I would say Americans, from what I know, are a lot more um, expressive in that sense, and, mm -hmm. and hence why kind of the two sides of the political spectrum there. Yeah. Um, but the UK, I don't think that it's been that much from from what I've seen anyway. Got you, got you. That makes that makes sense. Um, well, like, I kind of wanted to get into um, a few of your tweets that, that I had on over here on my end that I was kind of curious that I kind of sure. wanted to dive a little bit more into. Um, I guess for the first one that, that I want to start with is uh, being a male feminist is also known as a as a friend zone. Um, so I do agree with that 100 percent. I kind of want to hear your uh, your interpretation of that. Yeah, for sure, man. So a little bit of a controversial one to just stir, stir. I love, up. I love controversy, man. I'm just like, hey, <laughs> put me in that position, and we'll go deep into a rabbit hole because I don't like people that are, that are cowards. I'm like, what's, what do you yeah. gain out of being in your own little zone? I'm like, you need to actually break free from the normal because the more crazier you sound, the more on the right path you are. Because if not, you're gonna blend into a herd of of the same old same old and you're never going to break those cycles for sure bro yeah 100 percent agree and i guess the, the the premise of the tweet was just essentially that you know i think people get it wrong and guys get it wrong in the sense that attraction is not about kind of always trying to please the girl and always trying to be you know it, you know the guy that's like oh yeah you're always right i love you so much and mm. it's kind of romanticized by this hollywood aspect right like the guy who does the most for the girl and agrees with everything she does mm. is the one that gets her and um you know i'm definitely not a pua expert or, or an expert with girls by any stretch of the imagination but there's something very repulsive about kind of the male feminist right it's mm. like he's not a masculine man it's not a man that stands for what he believes in it's not mm. a man that is you know his own mental point of origin it's not a guy that um believes in himself right it's kind of taking the woman's word for it in a, in, mm. in a way that's not his own choice now if a guy wants to be have a view of um, a male feminist in his own right i think that that's absolutely fine but it's from the place it comes from what you see a lot is it comes from a place of weakness and um a guy like oh no i must do what this person says mm -hmm. when i think it should be actually it should be your own choice you should come up with it from a confident frame and say yeah. actually i disagree with this despite what the mainstream says and have some balls and speak up mm -hmm. um and, and <laughs> although like you know these guys they get um you know the girl will go oh thank you i love your view they always end up friendzoning these guys like mm -hmm. why is it well they're obviously just not attracted to the fact that you're doing that right from yeah a, from a sexual attraction point of view it just doesn't work and a biological standpoint out. as well yeah 
Yeah, you know what I mean? Um, for sure. Yeah, that, that was kind of the premise of the tweet because you see lots of guys do it as a way to try and get with girls and it just doesn't work. So yeah. I just thought it'd be funny to say that, yeah, that's how you get the friend zone, man. <laughs> no, yeah, no, pretty much. No, I think, I think you're on point with that. I think a lot of people, I've seen a handful of people uh, in particular, some males become feminist. Um, I guess feminist. I, even saying that alone just sounds really odd. But I guess more so siding with them on every single thing because I guess they're just. I I'm I'm trying to put this nicely, but I guess because they just don't get any any pussy. You know? But so that I mean that's like a desperation move. It's like well, I was like yeah. you need to have some spine and and then just just be who you are. Um, and if you're gonna willingly ignore the facts of reality, then essentially, uh, I don't know, man. I just I, I think that just shows weakness because I think you need to stand on your own ground for things that you believe on, kind of like you mentioned. I, I was like, even if yeah. even if there's disagreement, I was like, if if it matters to you, it matters to you. Um, and even if it's if it's wrong, it's wrong either or. You know, both ends. It's 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 not just all about playing one side. I'm like, you're your own person too. And that's one of the things that a lot that's of it. that's one of the things that a lot of men lack because, like you said, it's romanticized. Just bow down to the woman and and basically be the bitch. And I'm like, I mean, I guess that's fine to a certain extent, but not to the point where it's dramatized, you know? For sure. And I think it's important to have nuance with something like this, right? Because um, there's a lot of guys that go the other way, right? So mm -hmm. they're like. There's the guys that bow down to the girl, like the male feminist, and there's like the guy that's like the super alpha guy, right? So you yeah. get those guys that are like, I'm so super alpha, I will never let a woman tell me what to do. Yeah, um, I know some I will, of those. I will too. never show, I will never show interest. She will come to me like, mm -hmm. oh kind of my like god, kind of a shit. And it's kind of like, well, actually, there's this medium in the middle that says you got to have a spine, you got to be a guy that has a spine, but also you have to be able to be compatible with someone right so you've yes, got sir. to show sometimes that you can compromise and you've got to be able to have um you know show her that you desire her right there's a lot of guys that don't want to desire a girl they're like oh no if i show her desire it shows it means i'm a simp it means i'm a simp it's like <laughs> hang on a minute that's not true like simping is when you're a simp and there's a difference between being a simp and really connecting with a girl going out of your way leading and mm. saying i find you attractive i believe that i deserve you in a non-fucking creepy way mm -hmm. and attracting the girl that's fucking g right but you also don't need to come in a bit from a frame that like oh i'm so alpha like she'll do what i say like these guys man they're just insecure really in, in my point of view i think there's a healthy middle ground that you can find between having a spine um and also just making sure that you are uh, a decent human as well if that makes sense oh a thousand percent agree with you on that yeah because like you said i do know some people that are in the toxic side of masculine uh, masculinity that they won't open themselves up and, and that kind of reverts back to essentially the ego that we were talking about earlier yeah um, it's all ego yeah yeah i'm like they're scared of looking weak they i'm like well there's you're human at the end of the day i'm like you're not you're not a god you're not stone i was like as much as you want to be like that i'm like you still have needs obviously you can't just neglect them because then what kind of life is that too like you say you need to have middle ground another thing that you that you posted as well that i really liked was um i was like for the most part you're you're living a, a very healthy lifestyle but you're still making time to drink it's just a small portion of your time 
and that's a, that's a, yeah. that's the same thing that applies to anything. There's always a middle ground with whatever it is you might do, but it, it depends. Are you willing to open your eyes to be able to find that middle ground, or are you gonna stay to the left or right? And that's one thing I hate about the United States. Same thing for political. I'm like, it's not just the left or the right. That's why I hate both sides. I'm like, no, there's a middle ground. There always is. For sure, you touched on a really good point there because everything is self-awareness, right? One thing mm. I've learned about life is it's all self-awareness. If you can look at things, you know, as they are, not as you want them to be, detach yourself from the emotion, um, look at both sides, then make a decision. You're going to be in such a, a, a better place. And it's the same with politics, right? Trump does some stupid shit. Fucking Biden does some stupid shit. Everyone. Trump does some good stuff. Biden does some good stuff, right? Like both of them are not evil. Both of them still have faults, right? But mm-hmm. what you need to do is try and think critically right and this is like mm-hmm. the hardest skill for humans in the U- in, in the world to do at the minute is think critically right mm-hmm. about what's going on um and you see it on social media with you know the things that happen let's say i don't know there's an event at some place and, and a, a horrible killing people will be the first to kind of share on social media like the flag of the country right you'll see that straight away mm-hmm. and it's kind of just showing like oh like i show support for this but it's kind of like hang on a minute like sharing a flag is i get the sentiment but you're just copying everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. Like you look a little bit deeper. Yeah. People feel like they need to post it because it's like something's happened. It's kind of like, <laughs> well, did you genuinely, do you genuinely actually fucking care? Do you know what I mean? Do you genuinely care? Mm-hmm. And we should get to the point where people should be caring about things a lot more instead of kind of just trying to virtue signal and show that like, oh, I'm a good person. Um, and then think a little bit more critically, man. I'm really a big believer of that. Yes, sir. A hundred percent agree on that. Um, I did want to go ahead and touch on, I guess, uh, again, from a perspective of mine, how do you guys see, uh, the United States? I guess I'll kind of go first on, on that. I think the United States is a, is a mess. It's a joke. Like with anything, there's flaws and and everything. I don't even back the U S I'm like, we're trash. (laughs) That's how I see it. But I don't know. How do you guys, (laughs) how do you guys see, uh, the U S on your end? Obviously the whole Trump thing was a whole shit show, right? Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, the, the U.S. hasn't really got a good name. Uh, no, the yeah. Past couple of years, lots of going on, man. You can speak um, on it. Like I said, I'm all about controversy, man. I mean, I've got a um, family in the U.S., but they're kind of based up north in Maine, which is kind of like the okay. quieter side. So um, from my experiences, I've enjoyed my time in the U.S. I think that the country has its benefits, but I think the political division and... Um, especially kind of like the violence with kind of like the guns and the shit that goes on for mm-hmm. us in the in the UK we find that very weird man like we just find it a bit wild like how people stormed like the Capitol and shit do you know what I mean like yes us, we're like if someone did that in the UK like stormed like, <laughs> like that like is the most crazy fucking shit in the world man like, yeah like like that would just be I don't know what would happen man like there'd be some crazy like the queen would go crazy man that, that would just never happen yeah do you know what i mean but like in the u.s like somehow some guys just picked up guns and just went into like, the most important building in the fucking country yeah. and stormed it it's kind of like bro like, it's, it's like a video game right? you know? yeah <laughs> like, like we're just not used to that wild shit so we kind of have that kind of view of the u.s that people are a bit crazy and a bit extreme yes. um just from the things that we've seen from like the politics and like especially the capital thing mm. you know what i mean <laughs> i think uh i think usually like the crazier people are for the most part um i guess in, in uh in short i think the more brainwashed they are personally uh i'm yeah. like because then you you don't like i said you're not really finding the middle ground it's either it's it's 
red or blue. I'm like, mm, all right. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no, I thought that was fucking crazy. They started, did you see that the um that the security guards were letting them walk in though as well? They were like they were oh, they were opening it. They were like, "Go in, go in." I was like, "What?" Really? Yeah. Yeah, no, it was insane. And some of the photos were horrible where people were climbing like the building and and they were putting um they were putting the Trump 2020 thing all like a huge banner over. I was like, "Jesus Christ." It's wild, man. Yeah, I mean, if I was a security guard, man, like it's probably a smart thing to let the doors open because otherwise you're gonna get fucking. With the amount of guys that were outside, they were gonna get fucking shot by like all of these guys rioting. So I don't blame them for their own safety. They want to do that. I mean, first thing is, why is there not more people protecting the capital if it's such yeah. a important place, man? Like, I guess that that's a question. And I, I think lockdown and coronavirus has just made people go wild, man. People have wanted a reason to rage. Mm-hmm. And being locked up, obviously in the US, I know you guys didn't get much support through like stimulus checks and shit like that. So mm-hmm. no wonder people are going to go crazy. And I also think it's down to the lifestyle as well, man. You know, people, they feed you this TV, they feed you fast food, they're feeding like Western society, all this bullshit. And it has an effect on people because people have more anxiety, people, you know, get more messed up. And that's why I'm a big advocate of the work I'm doing with clients because I want people to be healthier, right? I want mm-hmm. them to have less anxiety. I want them to be able to think clearly so they can make good decisions and not go wild at small things that happen online or um, in the world. Because if you are always reactive, you're always going to be someone else's puppet and that's not a good place to live, man. You want to mm-hmm. always be in control of your life. Um, so I do think that the, the, the modern lifestyle is, is very bad for people, both in the US and the UK with food and exercise. A hundred percent. And in regards to the, um, I guess from the start of COVID to right now, what have you seen in regards to like your clientele? Has your business been growing during that time or how has that been? How has that been growing? Cause I, I don't know if, cause in regards to the gyms that I'm, I'm going to, cause I'm going to a few of them right now. I've seen a lot of people drop off. Uh, a lot of people, but I don't know if that just shifted to maybe at home workouts or or maybe they're just going to a different gym than than, I, than the ones I'm going to, and I'm just get, seeing like a small perspective of the whole thing. How has that been for you on on your end? For sure, man. So I'm um, I think it was about a year ago that the pandemic hit. So um, I've been very blessed, man. I've actually got more clients and um, being able to kind of scale my business more mm-hmm. from being an online trainer during the pandemic, which makes sense because a lot of people are at home, they need the support, they can't go to gyms to stay fit. So yeah, I've kind of had an influx of clients, which has been great for my business. Mm-hmm. But you know, for, for the health of people, I think it's been a, a net negative because a lot of people find it hard to train at home. I know for me, I hate home workouts, man. When I can't go to the gym, I fucking hate yeah. doing push-ups and sit-ups at home. And it's just like really bad for my health so um yeah business wise i've actually got more clients on but i know that people themselves have actually struggled a lot with the pandemic mm. and trying to train no yeah it's it's been it's been a difficult challenge because i don't know a lot of people like it's kind of like the same thing with like working from home as opposed to like working from an office thing it's kind of discouraging being in the same environment because usually you have to be in a certain yeah, frame it. of mindset in order to actually get it going which um, that doesn't apply for everyone but i would say it applies to more of the majority of people uh, at least like because yeah. uh, for sure like i get i get in a certain mindset when i'm at the gym i'm like i'm here to i'm here to fucking kill it i'm not fucking here to dick around you know but at home i'm comfortable i'm like oh i could just lay down like i don't have to like go that hard like no one's watching you know so it's something along That's those it. lines mm-hmm. 
what what's been what's been your motivator for getting everything like going getting like obviously you got the ball rolling you've been having that consistency what's been what's been motivating you has it been the clients has it been maybe like your family or, or what has that been like yeah man it's a great question i guess it's kind of multifaceted like i've always been someone that just likes progressing like just progressing to me is mm-hmm. is great right like when you're you know got everything dialed in you're moving towards a goal that's really important to me. Um, I love helping people, man. I guess for me, the reason why I set up this business is I want to help people be healthier and fitter and I want them to do it around their busy career. So I mainly work with busy professionals, execs, CEOs, guys that are super busy and that probably have the biggest challenges in the world, right? Like the guys that have family, they have work, they're trying to socialize and then trying to be fit. It's really hard to do. Um, So for working corporate, I wanted to help these guys do it myself. So helping people is a big one. And also, like, lifestyle is big for me, man. I, I always wanted to be online because, like, I want to be able to travel, man. You know, life is great when you're visiting new people, you know, especially when you're young, getting as many experiences as possible, challenging your views, um, and, you know, moving out of my city and being able to do all that stuff. Uh, I'm 26 now, but I've been able to travel loads, been to different cities. I've got to meet loads of friends. And for me, like, that's a big driver for my business. The more that I can earn the means the more flexibility I've got to travel, um, that I've got income coming in. Um, and I can have fun, cool experiences, man. So, mm-hmm. yeah, those are big ones. And also kind of the long-term goal is to hopefully, you know, just support my family, man. You know, the family that I have myself, that's going to be important when I have a wife and kids. And also to support my mum and dad, man. Like, my mum and dad have just done everything for me to kind of raise me, give me opportunities. Um, both come from working-class backgrounds, worked really hard to get to where they are. Um, my dad actually came from Indonesia. He never had internet in his house migrated over to the uk um which is crazy and like built a life and support his family here so like when i see that i think there's no reason as to why i can't build a successful business and, and give back a little bit to them um so those are kind of the main three drivers for my for my business for sure i love that that's 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 a really good motivator in regards to getting you to to grind harder i'm i'm in a similar boat my dad's from mexico um and he pretty much had to learn a whole new language he didn't speak english at all yeah exactly yeah, yeah. He, he had to cross the board <laughs> i'm like hey yo i don't know how you did it but he, he was telling me like stories like way back when that like how risky it was yeah how he started off in arizona he didn't have any money either and i was like and then i i think i my mom was pregnant with me i think she was like five months too when they did all of that too on top of that and i'm like yeah yeah so it's like the fact that you guys were able to i guess go through all that adversity and all those challenges especially during a difficult time just kind of makes it more more incentive for me to push even harder because it's like they didn't come all this way out here just to just to be complacent they wanted me to have a good life as well as themselves but just that selflessness was it's 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 moving enough just like looking back in retrospect i'm like okay i can't let this opportunity go to waste you know because that would be i would be like in my own eyes i would be a disgrace to myself and yeah and and let's assume i didn't even have them i'm like what kind of life do i want at the end of the day, I'm like, do I want something regular or do I want something where I'm going to be able to be like yourself? Am I going to be able to travel? Am I going to be able to um, pretty much have the life that I want be sustainable for, for myself, for my wife, for my kids in the future? That's something that's super important to me. But I don't know. I've always, I've always been more of a long-term thinker for the most part, even, even ever since I was a kid, too, for the most part. Yeah. 
but that that's just me more so like on a, on a personal note i mean are you seeing anyone right now in regards to like a girlfriend or anything like that or is it kind of just you're, you're focusing more on your business i know that's more on a, on a personal note but for sure for sure i mean are you still sticking uh, to ireland chicks what's going on <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah i've got um i'm seeing yeah, I mean, there's nothing serious at the minute, so I don't have a girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, I'm seeing other girls. Um, a big focus for me, like I said, is my business at the minute, and I am traveling a lot as well, so mm-hmm. I'm actually planning to go to Spain um, when things open up, so hopefully um, not long. I want to go over to Spain. I want to learn Spanish. I want to be able to listen to you know Spanish guitar. I want to be at the beach. Um, yeah, I want to eat paella, man. Like, yes, that's sir. a dream of mine. So. Yeah, the next few few um, years, I I, I kind of want to do that. Go to Lisbon as well, which is quite close, which is Portuguese, which uh, is cool. So, yeah, like for me right now, it doesn't make sense to have a girlfriend. Now, if a right girl come along, I would always be open to it, man, and I'd never turn it turn it down. Mm-hmm. Um, but like my priorities at the minute very much are business, travel, and um, I'm happy, man. You know, I don't feel. I think there's a big thing with with guys as well. Like, there's these guys that would need a girlfriend, right? So mm-hmm. to be happy, I need a girl. And they just jump from girlfriend to girlfriend because they feel that they need that to feel secure. And the truth is, man, you need, as a guy, you need to be happy with yourself. Yes. Bit, you need to be confident in yourself and you need to be able to, you know, handle yourself before you think about trying to look after someone else, right? And that's essentially what you're doing when you, when you have a girlfriend. You know, you, you're taking care of her, man. And like, that's what you want to do for your future wife, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, being single, there's nothing wrong with it, man. I think it's a good thing, you know, and um, it makes you more confident when you do meet the right person, for sure. A hundred percent. I had another thing, another question in regards to international. Do you plan on staying over there in the UK or is there anywhere that you might want to live uh, in particular in the future? Because I know you wanted to learn Spanish. Is that you may be thinking about maybe like Puerto Rico, maybe you're thinking about Mexico, uh, Brazil, etc. Is there anything uh, that you had like in, in regards to like options? Yeah, or Dubai. Sure. So, <laughs> Dubai. Yeah, I mean, I've done Dubai. I mean, really, where I want to go is after I've learned a bit of Spanish, is definitely South America, man. That's yeah. a big one for me. So I want to go Costa Rica. Costa um, Rica. Sort of Brazil is supposed to be cool. Um, some places in Mexico as well. I'd mm. love to visit. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely need to get down to kind of the Latina area, the the South America area, because. Um, I've never been to that part of the world. I've been quite well traveled, luckily, mm-hmm. um, but I haven't been to that part of the world. So definitely I could um, see myself traveling there. Um, I don't know whether I could live there yet, though. I think I have to travel to sort of my first experience it, mm-hmm. live there for a little bit before I would decide. But um, anywhere with warm weather, you know, yes. nice food, uh-huh. outdoors, man, that, that's me. That's me in a nutshell. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't write off South America, man, for sure. Nice, nice. And uh, in, in, when it comes to, uh, I guess, living over there, would you would you stay there for like a month, three months, or how long would you there kind of just test the waters out? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I'd probably just, I think you need to spend a certain amount of time in a place to get a good idea of it, right? Mm. So I think for me, um, I'd want to spend at least a month in a place, explore the city, know what it's like to live there. Um, not just do the party, right? Because you can go on a holiday for seven days, but you don't really see much of the place. You just see the mm-hmm. inside of the bars, which, yeah. you know, it's fucking fun. But if you want to live somewhere, you need to like understand what the people's like, the infrastructure as well. Like, if you're like, I'm quite a city boy, so I like to have lots of infrastructure around me, lots of things going on. So you want to make sure that it fits your lifestyle, man, and healthcare as well as you get older. I mean, there's so many things to consider. So I would probably stay for a month if you enjoy it, stay for three months. Mm-hmm. And if you want to live there, fucking do it, man. Bite the bullet and do it, man. 
<laughs> how do you uh, how do you manage your time throughout the day for for your clients? So I'm guessing if you were to let's say you were to go to um, Southern America, you you would be working over there as well at the same time as uh, yeah. I guess you would just be managing your time a little bit more different. So that way you can get those experiences and obviously based off your your client's time zone 100. But right. but yeah. how would you um, how would you manage that? Is is it is it on like overload? Is it too many clients? Is it hard to to handle that or because obviously it's grown to a nice size now, but how, how does that work on, yeah. on your end? Good question, man. I mean, I'm getting to the point where, like I said, I've hired a copywriter. I'm probably going to hire some other people over the next coming months to help me in certain areas just so I can deal with and do everything. Um, but I really want to build a team, man. I'd love to get a team underneath me that can do all the things that I've kind of taught clients over the years mm-hmm. um, to re- like remove myself from the business, right? Um, that's definitely a, a scaling option. But I've just got to make sure I've got the right systems in there and, and the right people because I think a big problem that people have with entrepreneurship is spending 24-7 on their business. And then if they take a week off, their whole business falls apart. Um, and in that respect, I think you don't really have a business. You, you're just like a slave. You're basically an employee, right? Like, you know, you can't earn money unless you're working. And a business should have systems in there. It should have other people that can help when you're away um, and that you could just leave to it. So that's definitely the goal is to get a team underneath it, build some really good systems so I can remove myself a bit and, yeah, enjoy some pina coladas on the beach whilst yes, uh, <laughs> everything's still running, man. That's the goal. And no, I, I, I love that, man. Ultimately, <laughs> that's the end goal when you can lift it off to essentially be self-sustainable on its own and especially if you have a team working for you i'm like you're helping other people with with their income with their livelihood as well as providing even more benefits for yourself like in regards to like time and and obviously you're you're accumulating more at that point as well or you might even or you might even drop a little bit but the freedom that comes with it is I mean, like, obviously, it's probably, worth it. it's probably yeah, worth it. Yeah, depending, it's all very situational. But obviously, you said you're not too uh, too materialistic. Would you take more more free time with a with a pay cut, or would you rather have more money and less time? Oh, it's a great question, man. I'd like to have more money and more time. <laughs> yes, that's the hundred. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, for sure, man. But I think. You know, when it comes to like that question, I probably would, as long as I have enough money for what I want, I would take the pay cut for time because time again is like the, the most valuable currency, man. You know, as you get older, you don't want to be slaving away all the time. You want to have experiences. You want to um, do the things that you enjoy. You don't want to be stressed 24 seven. Um, you want to have memories to, to last a lifetime, man. So yeah, I'd probably take the pay cut and yeah, just have a bit more time, mate. I, I, I love that. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably do the same thing as well. Obviously, Provided it's it's uh it's enough to get like a home and take care of the bills and yeah, the family yeah, as long as sure. that it meets that requirement and obviously I'm able to do things obviously as well because I don't want to just be locked up at home either because that's one of my biggest fears I'm like why do I want to live to the point where I can take care of all my bills and everything like that and but I can't live a life because what's that's the point it. of living a life if you're just locked to at that point you might as well just be in jail figuratively but that's the point yeah yeah. You're right, man. You're 100% right. But yeah, I'd rather take no home and be able to travel. I, I, I don't know about you, but I've always been more of a wanderer. That's one of the things that I really liked about you mentioning you'd rather take a $5,000 uh, $5, trip as opposed to a $5,000 like Rolex, you know? I, I think that's... Yeah. I, I'm not... 
I, I obviously I like having nice things, but not to like that extent. I'm like, I don't, as long as it's like the bare minimum, you know, it's not broken. It's not like dingy. Like I, I'm fine, but I don't, I don't need a Lamborghini. I don't need a Maserati. Obviously those things are nice. They're beautiful. They're glamorous, but it's not really a priority on my, it's just being so like, just being good on my own. That's, that's the main thing. And obviously more than that, but at the bare minimum, you know? Uh, yeah, for sure, man. I yeah. agree with you. Um, I, I did want to ask one last thing before I let you go. Uh, what's the, sure. uh, in regards to not even, uh, people that you've connected with in the past, maybe it's uh, a friend or your family. What's the, uh, it could just be life advice. What's the, the best piece of advice you've ever received? Um, that's a really good question, man. What is the best bit of advice, um, that I've always, um, given? Jeez, man. I need to have to think about that. No, no, um, take I mean, all the time you given, need. I mean, I've been given lots of good bits of advice. Mm -hmm. um, or maybe one that's resonated I'll, with you more like on a personal level. It, does, it doesn't matter. It's just more so like, I want to hear like more your insights, your life advice, what, what, you've, uh, what you've experienced. For sure. I think one of the most important ones is... Um, or one of my mottos is it's always the beginning, right? That's always been one of my mottos is it's always the beginning. And it's like this idea that every single bit of life, like there's more coming, right? Like, you know, you could have the worst time in the world, everything can come crashing down to you, but like, it's always the beginning. It's always day one, right? Like, you could gain a load of weight, but wake up next day, it's always day one. You split with your girlfriend and it's terrible. Good, like it's always the beginning, right? It's the start of something new. Like mm -hmm. anything that happens to you, life is perception, right? If you can look at life in that way, for me, that's so motivational, man. Like it's the beginning of like a new adventure, or it's the beginning of a new chapter, or something like that. It just fills you with fucking enthusiasm to go and crush it, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's one of the big mottos I've lived by. Um, when things have like not been so great, I've always had that in the back of my mind, and I guess that's kind of why now things are starting to be a bit better because I've always had that enthusiasm and optimism, and I feel if more people had that. Like it would solve a lot of their problems. It would definitely make them feel so much better. Awesome, awesome, man. I love that. Thank you so much for your time and, and everything, Oliver. I, I really Anytime, appreciate bro. that. Where can people follow you on Twitter and Instagram? Is it the same thing, at Roanwar? Yeah, at Roanwar, yeah. So follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm going to be doing YouTube as well, um, probably in April. I'm going to start getting some YouTube bits out. So um, that'll be the same. Just search Roanwar or Oliver Anwar and you'll find me. Um, this has been great, man. Great for um, me to come on, man. Like, I appreciate you inviting me, connecting. Like, yeah, like, this was dope, man. It was fucking dope. <laughs> Thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you so much. Hopefully, I can get you on the future, man. I I'd love to have you on. You're an amazing guest and just a whole different, fresh perspective that I haven't received. And, and you're great, man. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, brother.